Welcome, everybody, to the GBO podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, how you doing tonight? What a game today. And when we say today, Saturday, we're doing a Saturday night pod because we're juiced. We are juiced. I am a little juiced. I'm a little juiced. I'm pumped up. We just stole a basketball game that we shouldn't have. We had so many turnovers and things weren't going our way. I was screaming at the TV. My my child left the room because they thought she thought I was mad at her. It was just, I was like, "Are we? Do we want this game?" Missouri kept on going. Missouri kept on going. Give us the game. We're, we'll give you the game. And South Carolina's like this. Ah. You didn't tell her this is just. You're letting her know early that this is just the life of being a Gamecock basketball fan. You just you're just angry. The first four minutes, she sat with me on the couch, and we started seven to nothing. And then it went hit the timeout, and she was like, "Bye bye, see you later." And I was like, "She left on top." Anyway, there you go. <laughs> um, what a game today! Um, I was very frustrated with the turnovers. Yeah, and and let's just if, talk about if it. If you me- missed it, if you missed it, the Gamecocks win in overtime at Missouri on the road. Um, was was it sixty nine? 67 is that what it ended up being 71 69 69, my bad and i'm just telling you if i would have told you that michi johnson would have sat the last couple minutes of second half and overtime the last couple minutes man it was like the last five or ten well he went out after a few turnovers i think maybe at the six or seven mark minute mark of second half and he didn't come back in he played he played 28 minutes. And so I, I mean, like, and and he compared to I, I think he played like 35, 36, you know, it, it, against like in the Mississippi State game. Like Paris rides him, you, you know, like like in the Mississippi State game, he had to be on the floor for us to have an offensive pulse. And um and we we did we maintained an offensive pulse in this game, Bryce. I will say that. Well, I was in a bad mood till about a minute left to go in the second half when Cooper hits that this awesome three pointer at the top of the key to tie it up. It was wonderful. Cooper shot out great. The, he played great. Taylon Cooper brought it. BJ Mack after a couple quiet not so good games breaks out um and then you have jacoby wright who's our number one guy on the pod we'll clap it up for him our guys our guy jacoby wright he's been um, a little bit of a funk the last month and then he says you know what i'll take the big shot it kind of reminds you of jacoby wright from that phoenix tournament yeah he, he he hasn't looked good since phoenix and um and he's kind of been a shell of himself. And um, he he played almost 30. He played more than Michi did tonight and or today. And uh, 11 points. And and if, if you didn't see the game, he, he ends up hitting the game winner. We're going to kind of get into the game. Um, it, it just it was kind of a game. It was a very weird game, wasn't it, Bryce? Would you would you? It, oh, yeah, it was weird. We started the game seven to nothing and Missouri had to call a timeout. How many SEC road games have we started so hot that the other team had to call a timeout? Um, the last two that we've played. <laughs> like both against Missouri and against Alabama. We had Did Alabama call State. a timeout. Did they call a timeout, though? 
I don't think they called a timeout. I don't know if they called a timeout, but we had a great start. We at the under six. It was the under sixteen timeout that it felt good in, in the Alabama game. But but no, in the Missouri game, um, yeah, they, the Missouri has to call a timeout. We're, we're just out to a good start, and then you know, it just it just got it it just got strange. Well, Missouri, you know, got going. I think their their guard was one of the top five leading scorers in the league. They have some seven foot one center that comes in that looks like he's from, you know, Norway or Sweden, and he's hitting threes out there. And I'm like, we have a bad history at Mizzou. We don't win a lot of games there, just like Alabama earlier in the week, and things weren't going our way. But you have Cooper keeping it steady. You have Mac. I was he missed a lot of threes. He made a one three late. But I, what I liked about Mac this game. He went inside to score. He drove the yes. basket. Mm-hmm. And what was his free throws today, Sumter? Perfect, baby. Was eight for eight? Perfect. Six for six or eight for eight? He didn't miss six one. Six for six. He was six for six from the line. Ooh. We needed literally every single one of them. And then Jacoby Wright making free throws. What was our free throws? I only think we missed one. Uh, 16 for 18. 16 for 18. Ooh. Pretty. It won't be our modern exterminating. We know it bugs you this week. No, it will not be. Uh, so, so the first half of this game, both teams just really can't shoot at all. Um, we go, we go two for ten from three. They go one for twelve. You know, like, like it, it, it was. It, it, we, we end up up one at the half. Down one at the half. Excuse me. We end up, we, we end up down one at the half. Which is and turning into a pattern, by the way. It is turning into a pattern, but but uh, it's only a pattern on the road. Actually, were we down one at home against Mississippi State? I think we were. Yeah, we were. I think we were up one. We were up, up one, one against Mississippi yeah, yeah. State. Um, down one at the half, and uh, we come out in the second half, and we have nothing. Like, Cooper did make a big three early in the second. Y- half. Yes, yes, but but uh, but and and we're kind of a turnover machine. Um, dumb turnovers, dumb turnovers. Uh, Michi Michi Johnson ended up with uh ended up with five turnovers in the game. Not good. And, um, he um, just didn't look comfortable all night. The shots didn't look good. He even looked drove for his layup, looked perfect, and just rolls out. That's wild. Yeah, and um, and it is. It, I mean, it was so bad that Paris Paris literally took him out and did not put him back in. Down but, the stretch, but other people step up. This team yes. can win in many different ways. So, so I kind of want to talk about this. So, so like, basically, what happened was as bad as Carolina played, Missouri played worse, and I think that's the story for the game. Um, Missouri had stretches where they couldn't score. I, I remember watching it. And just feeling like it was the strangest game because we'd be down, we would be down four for like two minutes, for like and and both teams would just go up and down the court and miss shots or turnover, 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 turnover. Right, right. We, we, it would just have have possessions without baskets. We would score to cut it to one or two, and then they would immediately score to open it back up to four. And that felt like the the middle ten minutes of the second half just felt like that the whole way and uh, they were struggling to score too and Paris um it's funny Michi Johnson was turning the ball over a lot but apparently in the press conference um 
and we'll make sure to post the link to his press conference on already Twitter. posted already look posted. at you look at you look at you. you love you love the coach's press conference especially yeah, after a win oh yeah yeah um but um <clears throat> Paris talked about taking him out and not putting him back in and that he said he and, and in the press conference he says he does it for defense that in addition to not playing well he wasn't hitting he was being lazy on his defensive assignments or something I forget his exact wording for this. And that what he decided down the stretch is that he wanted to put the best defenders that we had in the game. And he did. And you know what? It worked. Um, it it worked as well as anything else was working, at least. Um, he put Josh, he he would he would pull Mac for Josh Gray a bunch, so much that it meant that Josh Gray ended up on an offensive possession with under a minute left in the game, Bryce. And he gets and fouled. And Josh Gray going up for an offensive rebound gets fouled. We are down. We're down three. three. We're down three. There's like 50 seconds left. And Gray is going to the line to shoot a front end of a one and one. And I have a question for you. Did you think the first one was going in? Not a chance. I didn't think it had a chance. Didn't think it didn't think it had a chance. I was I don't I was think just, any Gamecock fan thought and, it was and gonna then, go in. And and then and then and then and then he makes it. He makes it. Did you think the second one was going in? A little bit more after the first. Maybe just five percent. The second one had a chance. I will say that I gave rhythm. the second one a chance. Rhythm and pattern. Yes, but but uh, but I, I I'm still in disbelief that Josh Gray made both of those three. three if he throws. doesn't make those, we don't. We lose the game. We lose the game. We we needed both of them. They then come down, get fouled, make two free throws, and. Uh, we then come down with one possession left and Taylon Cooper hits a, hits just a dynamite open three point shot to tie the game. They get the ball with like 10 seconds to miss a shot. And let's talk before we talk overtime. How about Colin Murray Boyles starts the game yes. over Clark. He plays well. He got a couple of fouls early on, but he is growing and growing I think we've been asking for him to start the last couple games. Clark still plays a few minutes, but Boyles looks like he can hang around in the SEC, especially down low at the four. I think a bench role at this point in the season for Stephen Clark will be better for Stephen Clark. He even um, made some free throws, which I liked. He he made both of those free throws, man. Um uh, and we needed no, no. He he, he missed one. one he, he, missed. He, he missed one. Sorry, everybody made free throws today, and so like I can't remember who missed them um, because it wasn't it wasn't a lot of people. But um, but I think a bench role for Stephen Clark is a much better point for Stephen Clark at this point into the season because in the starting role he looks of like in in Alabama he looked afraid. And at least, at least if you're in if if you're in a backup role, you know you can put him in when the when the starting big man comes out, like like you can, and and he doesn't it 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 puts less pressure on him, and uh, he he made a couple of plays. He got a big offensive rebound before the foul, before he got fouled, like like on the foul where he made the free throw, he got a he got a big offensive rebound and then got fouled. He can do gets boards. Yeah, he can get he can he can go out and get you a rebound. When you're not expecting one, we're not going to complain about him if he gets six point six rebounds, shooting fifty percent. I'm not going to complain about that. Yes, um, but uh, but no, Colin Murray Boyles. 
<laughs> you switched to Murray Boyles. We were still talking about Stephen Clark. I switched on you. You did without without telling the listeners. You do it's this from time to time. It's turning into I'll be a talking. pattern. Am I that boring? Am I that boring that I'll just be talking on the pod and you'll just be like, oh, I'm just done listening to what Sumter has to say. Went in Rome. Okay. Uh, but uh, but so, uh, yes, back to Murray Boyles, 6.6 rebounds. And um, he, he had a really good game. And he played well. He, he played well down the stretch. He did drop that ball on the baseline. And gave him a bucket. We all had some turnovers. We regretted. It was a weird game, but uh, but but down the stretch, I wanted to talk about the decision to bench Michi Johnson for okay. a second. I did not like it at the time. I was screaming about it. It was happening in real time. I was not a fan. I believe that there are a few uh, exchanges on our group. Uh, first, being like, "Is hurt? Why isn't he in the game?" You know, like like what what is going on? And then, uh, and then it became clear that Michi wasn't hurt, and I'm just like, and we then started comparing um, Paris to kind of doing a Frank Martin impression of, uh, you know, like proven, you know, the the proven a point benching a guy, and um, I was not wild about it when it was happening. I thought he should have put him back in for the start of overtime, and and uh, what'd you think? I'm curious. You know, when he went out, you had Jacoby in there and Cooper. And when Michi's not in there, the offense does get a little stagnant. You know, you would go down to the last five, six seconds of the shot clock, and you're going, who's going to take the ball and score? That's what I started saying. But you saw a couple times B.J. Mack drove, had nothing open, and he just was five seconds left, drives the lane, hangs in the lane, kicks it off the glass. You have Cooper, you have Wright. It's just Paris knows more about ball than we do. And we got to trust him because at the time we did not maybe trust him at the time. So I, I, th- I, I couldn't believe he didn't put Michi back in in overtime, but I, I will say this. Okay. And, and uh, well, and it did feel like a Frank Martin impression. And this is, and this is probably this, w- would you say this is in the top three of the things that drove you the most crazy about Frank Martin? Proven Price point. Nodding his head for the listeners. Proven point Frank Martin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where, where like. Uh, Ruined AJ Lawson. It, it it a little bit yeah um and uh the Stetson game I was looking at a few uh there's a lot we're not going to rehash this but you know like like we lose to Stetson at home AJ Lawson plays 13 minutes um and so like 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 this was something that Frank would do the difference in this game right and it's a personality thing you know Paris is a like Frank had a lot of personality is what we, is what I'll call it right now in the pod and and Paris is different than him. The thing I loved about while it was happening and what has made me come around to to like obviously the win helps, you know, like it working helps. But um I loved Michi being still his head in the game. If, oh, he was you cut, saw him on the bench. He was if, pumped. If they cut to him on the sideline, he was cheering, he, he was he was cheering, he was in the timeouts, he was yelling at Jacoby Wright, telling Jacoby Wright what to do at, at the stop of every because Jacoby's in there basically playing his position, you know. Um, and um he's he's telling Jacoby Wright what, what to do. He was he he basically started coaching a little bit, you know, and um and and that's something you would not have seen from a Frank player in a Frank game. And uh and so you know, it was great. And, and the defense from Josh Gray was great. We defended two 
the Missouri had a had the ball had the took the last shot of regulation in a tie game, and, and Missouri took the last shot in overtime down two, and we defended them beautifully both times. Also, uh, I guess we haven't talked about overtime yet, have we? Let's talk about overtime. Let's get into overtime because there's there's more to this defense in overtime um, th- that I want to talk about. So, so not overtime much sco- starts, nobody can score. That's right. And then when Missouri gets fouled, you know, that we're still not – this is the one game we didn't heavy foul. So they were still hitting, shooting one-and-ones, and they miss both front end of one-and-ones, and then we start scoring. Yes, I, I, they missed both front ends of the one and ones, and and we really didn't even start scoring. We I I remarked that we were over the halfway point of overtime, and only two points had been scored, and they were Jacoby Wright free throws. I love it when Jacoby Wright goes to the line. It's it's him and Michi at the line. It's just like I like Mac at the line, unless Mac is tired. Mac wasn't um, that tired. Yeah, Mac, Mac was Mac. Mac's minutes were managed better. I don't know. Well, he only played 26 minutes. As Glenn so, yeah. Matthews would say, it was the return of the Mac. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but so um Paris managed his minutes a lot and and uh played played Josh Gray and Murray Boyles, basically. Um and Zach Davis down the stretch too, defense. Great. He's I good. love he- I love him. They usually play him at the three. But he comes in and does some four spot time. Whenever you know Max tired and Boyles goes to the five, it's great. He's got the body and the athleticism to be an elite defender, like an elite, elite defender. Only two points, but seven rebounds again. Seven rebounds. Um, seven rebounds, and um, and I mean, and that's I mean, that's what they have to do, like. It is clear we're running the four guard at you. If if you are as long as you are counting Miles Studi as a guard, we are going to hit you with the four guard all the time. We're going to hit you with Studi or Davis at the four, and then, uh, well, today it was Cooper, um, Wright, Studi, and Davis. It's often Michi in in there, but um, but it means that guards have to rebound, and they got a lot of them. Uh, Zach Davis had seven. Uh, Taylon Cooper led the team in boards with eight. The point guard led the team in rebounds with eight rebounds. And he got you know, fouled so, and made a bucket. Yep. And over yep. time makes the free throw. We're up five. And that gives us just a little bit of cushion because you know Missouri was going to make a late run. And, and they then, did. And they did. And they uh and they and they tied the game. They tied the game. Um on a three-pointer that we we're tied on the perimeter defense. It made me scream a little bit because yeah, when you're up with what twenty seconds left, just don't let them shoot a three. And Ooh, they shoot the yeah. three, and it's just enough room to score. And like, do they have the momentum again? And then you're like, this: Are we going to call a timeout and bring in Michi? No, we roll with Jacoby. You see how Jacoby there? Mac was coming up for the screen, and he pushed him back and said, "Wait, wait," and then. Jacoby goes, drives, pump fakes, gets the guard on him to move out of his way. And then he has the seven foot one center coming at him. And he has to shoot that, what, 10 foot jumper with a little bit of a teardrop. And it swishes. Awesome. It was great. It was great. I'm still in disbelief that they won. 
I cannot believe that they won. Are you in more disbelief that we won or, or Josh Gray? Yeah, Josh Gray, I'm going to be in disbelief. when If this team makes the tournament, if this team makes the tournament on Selection Sunday, I'm going to do the pod, and I'm going to say I'm still in disbelief that Josh Gray made both those free throws. I, 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 I just I cannot believe it. Gamecocks get the win, 71-69. Quad two win. First quad two win on our resume. We were Mississippi State with their winning. Grand Canyon, Virginia Tech's back into the quad one. So we're three and two in quad one games. One and zero in quad two. What were we at? Four and zero in quad three, and then six and zero in quad four. We haven't, we haven't had a bad loss. No we bad, bad losses. Bad we haven't had a bad loss. Before we move on from this game, uh, just couple couple of uh, couple of key points. Um, one of the things we talked about at the beginning of this season that made that set this team apart from from last season is that last we had to have Michi Johnson, and um, and this season this team can win a basketball game without Michi Johnson. Now they still need Michi Johnson. Like, it's stressful without Michi Johnson. It's still stressful and. And they can't win every basketball game without Michi Johnson. We needed every minute of Michi Johnson against Mississippi State uh, last last Saturday. And um, but they go on the road. They play a, an SEC opponent that they need to win. I mean, if we're winning ten SEC games, this game was one of the ones on the list. Was is one of the road games that we had to go get. And um, and if we had lost this. We would have been regretting it. I did not like while we were down in that fourth quarter, uh, all the ads that SEC Network was running. Not, not ads, but all the like, just when they're in a timeout or something, being like, "Yeah, you know, Joe Lenardi has them as the last team in." You know, like, like it's like, "Oh, look, look, here's this team that's going to make the NCAA tournament, and here they're on the road against the team that they need to beat if they're going to make the NCAA tournament. And they're going to lose, and they're going to blow it. That wasn't fun." <laughs> But, hey, it's a win. We move on. But we do need to make note of what happened on Tuesday night in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, we need to talk about it. So um, we started that game hot. And and we end up losing by, what, 30? Like I think we only scored 19 points in the second half. It was just one of those games you're down one at the half after not playing good the end of the first half. And then Alabama blows us out. So we lose 74-47 to Alabama. I want to say that that we were winning 13-5 at the under at the 16-minute timeout in the first half. So that means that we score 34 total points in the remaining 36 minute. We scored 13 in the first 4 minutes of the game. We score 36 four total points in the remaining 36 minutes. Not ideal. It's not good. Hard to mm-hmm. win on the road in the SEC if you're under 50 points. It, it was not good. But, Bryce, one of the beautiful things about this is that the SEC is loaded. And this Alabama season. is the highest net-ranked team. Yes. So if you're going to um, get blown out on the road, might as well beat Alabama. You do not have to win them all to make the NCAA tournament. You, you do not have to win them all. So, um, so – First half against Alabama, they actually, I was actually really pleased. What, what was was so disappointing about this blowout is that whole first half, I thought we had a chance. I thought we were going to be in this game to the end. And um, 
We come out, get up 13-5 on them, playing great. We go a little cold in the first half for a couple of stretches in the first half. But really, we play a really, really solid first half, and we're down one. And then yeah. it, it just and, – and then it's just – yeah, yeah, they – like – they beat us 44 to 18. They outscored us 44 18 in the second half. And Sears goes for 31. Brutal. He was he was very, very good. Mark Sears. Mark Sears. If you've got uh if you do one of these like pools where you pick like a player, score a lot of points or something in the NCAA tournament, like uh you want Mark Sears on the on at the top of your list. That kid can play. But Michi did all he could on Tuesday night, but Studi had a zero-pointer, wasn't good. Mac only had seven. It's just no one could score, and I think after we got down 15 or so points in the second half, we knew we weren't coming back. There was a moment in the second half where, where it definitely felt like they threw in the towel, and it was just like, this is this is over. Um I, I losing by 30 like that. Well, it wasn't quite 30, but but it's it's not ideal. Um and, and you mean Glenn closed down some thirsty fellow. It was packed for the game, and then all of a sudden we look up and everyone's gone, and it's just us three. And the, the waitress made fun of us that we were still there. Like, like we, we watched the whole game at Thirsty Fellow, and and a lot of care. They put the they put the audio on, it was great. And um, and we look around and we're paying our tabs after the game, and literally, I think no one. the only people still sitting at a table. There were a couple people at the bar. We're the only people still sitting at a table at Thirsty Fellow. It's only like nine o'clock. <laughs> we had a few drinks, enjoyed some pizza over there, but uh, it's fine. It is what it is. We just had to mention it. Wasn't great, but it was great to see them respond there, and beat Missouri. There, there's really not a lot to talk about from that game. Um, you know, like I, I don't want to gloss over it because it was a loss, but they just they, they did not shoot. I mean, it's kind of it's it's kind of what we've been saying all season that the, the criticism of this team is that they shoot a lot of threes, right? And that they really don't, and that that's the offense. And when they start missing them, the the solution is to just shoot through it. You know, like and and so some of the criticisms of this team is that in SEC play, they're not going to always be making the threes, and it's not like they're playing Florida A&M. And, and that's true. We weren't making the threes, and we were playing in the second – at the start of the second half, we were cold. We weren't making threes, and we were playing Alabama. And Alabama just just took it to us. Um, the, the difference in this, we're 2-1 – and we've played more games on the road than we played at home. And we're 14 and two. Yeah, they're 14 and two. We're two and one in the conference. We're 14 and two. Um, we're, like we're, the, the mantra has been to get to 20 games. And uh, Bryce, the magic numbers down to like the magic number to 10 and eight is down to uh, is down to eight games. It, it's it's we're in the driver's seat. What's yeah. that little meme that you put on Twitter? We're in that driving seat. <laughs> we're, we're, we're they are the like like they are they are right they're exactly where the the uh, the, the people like Lenardi are putting them. You, you know, and the, and they're going to be like one of the last four in. Might be in a playing. Might be an eleven seed in a playing game. Just you know, make it. But, but just 
Oh yeah, making it is making it. And um I mean going into this week, Sumter, if I would have told you we go one and one, you'd be like fantastic. Yes. I believe you actually asked me if we go one and one this week, are we happy? And I said uh, on on last week's pod, and I said, Yes, I'm very, very happy. We can lose to Alabama as long as we don't lose both of them. It's it is it is perfect because there's really two tiers in the SEC. Okay. Right. Right now in the metric, in, in any metric that you look at it, whether it's the net or Kim Palm, whatever you want to, there's seven teams that are in the Ken Palm top 40. Okay. Tennessee, Kentucky, AM, Mississippi State, and Florida. Right. And then there's seven teams in the conference. Uh us and us and Ole Miss are c- kind of in the 60 range. And then Arkansas has fallen a little bit, UGA, Missouri, LSU, and then Vandy is way, way down the list, right? We play an equal number of games against the top 40 as we do against that second tier, right? And um, and the road – and we play nine against that top tier, nine against that second tier. The road to going 10 and 8 is winning all of the games against that that second tier, and we just did that today. I like it. What do we got this week coming up, Bryce? It's it's getting we got to do some work because it's gonna because like we said, the SEC's loaded. And um and if we like we could have a losing streak in here, you know, like it's not it's it, it is it's gonna get rough. We have to we are we're gonna have to take a nap on Tuesday after our jobs because oh no, no nine o'clock no. nine o'clock or on Tuesday night against Georgia. Take your naps before. Sumter, you shouldn't be busy. You should be, your schedule should be free at nine o'clock. I'm free at nine, but like, oh, the nine o'clock, the nine o'clock, the nine o'clock SEC Network games are the worst. They're just the worst. But I will say that if you win them, it's just a little bit better. It's easier can to I go get, to sleep can, at night. Can we get some snow the Tuesday night, mm-hmm. Wednesday morning? Like may, maybe like a a two hour delay. Talk about like a, like an e learning day is what I'm trying to hit. Uh, an e learning day on Wednesday, Richland one. Like like I'm I am here for it. Uh, absolutely. There, there was a uh, <laughs> we got snow. We, we got we had a nine o'clock Kentucky game. This is before COVID, and um, going to the game is me and two other. It's you, me, and two other teachers are sitting with us. And I'm in the car with the two other teachers as we're driving to the game. It's like 8.45. And uh, as we're getting out of the car, we're all complaining about having to go to this game at 9 o'clock. Richland One announced it, like emails us and sends out a blast that um, that it's a that it's a snow day. And, and there's a two-hour delay on Wednesday. And we're just like, oh, this is amazing. It, it's the greatest, greatest two-hour delay announcement I've ever do we, seen. Do we win that game? Do we do. We did win this game. We did win this game. This is one of the times Frank beat Kentucky at home. Um, it. I want to say it was before 2018. Was it the Frank Booker win against Kentucky? Yes. Yes. That was what it was. And I and remember uh, after the game, I tore up some Wendy's. It, 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 it might have been in 2018. Excuse me. I say it was before 2018. Um it was before the end of the 2018 
uh, academic year. And Kentucky so I, was like number sixteen or so. Yeah, and that was the year. And that was the year after. Um, and that was the year after the Final Four when we had Frank Booker. But let's see what happens. We have Georgia, who gave Tennessee all they wanted today. Kind of blew that game at Stegman. It's kind of getting a little scary. They're good, Bryce. Georgia's got some dudes. Yeah, for about um, twenty-eight minutes. Was it that? What twenty-eight minutes of that game against Tennessee? They are handling Tennessee's butt. I cannot. Um, I can't remember. Because the SEC is be is becoming the Wild West. Every like A and M beat Kentucky today, right? They did. Um, I can't keep straight who is beating who. But does Georgia have another big win? They haven't. Their schedule's a little weak. Okay. They don't have a lot of big wins. I think their first opportunity for a quad one was today against Tennessee. I will say this, Bryce. We picked on him a little bit. Okay. We picked on Frank a little bit to, on the pod today. But there's there's literally other than uh, like obviously the final four was amazing and great, right? There's only one thing that Frank Martin did consistently well. Always beat Georgia. He always beat Georgia. It like like every, except like, except when it mattered in the SEC in the NCAA tournament. tournament. <laughs> SEC tournament. That was yeah. That's what I mean in the SEC tournament. We yeah, just, but in regular in season he owned them. He, he he after the final four. He owned Georgia every season. And um, how did we do against Georgia last year? I did, we did, did we, we, we we lost? I think in overtime. Remember, it was a late one. Kobe Wright had a really. It was like the coming out party. Yeah, we lost at. I think we beat them at home and we lost to them away. I think that's how it was. Yeah. So so the Georgia. So we got Georgia at nine o'clock on Tuesday, and then Saturday we've got Arkansas and at Arkansas. We might be getting Arkansas at the right time. Arkansas is kind of struggling, and it, it sounds like a good time to play them. Last week, I I tweeted about our schedule and about the two tiers on Kim Palm and everything. And uh, Arkansas was the highest ranked team in the tier in the second tier at like fifty eight. They're now ninety two in Kim Palm in a week. They've fallen. They've fallen 34 spots in Kempom in one. And they're playing um, Arkansas's playing Texas AM this week. So they could be nine and eight going into our game. Man, I, I don't want to get them on a losing streak, though. Like, like on that level of a losing streak. And AM looks looks everybody in this conference looks good. It's 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 it, tough it, to win on the road. Yeah. So so th- this is a big week. For uh, for, this is a big week for the NCAA tourney chances. I'll say that if we go two and zero, we are rolling. But so, we can, so we, but we can we, survive one and one. We've got we we can. So so we've got against that against those nine those nine games against the the SEC tier two teams. We've got two of them this week. All right, we're we're home against Georgia and we're at Arkansas. And uh, in every game we lose to one of these teams, we have to get. From the uh, from from quad one, Ooh. And, and so like like if we if we drop one of these games, then that means we potentially have to come home on Tuesday and knock off Kentucky. Let's do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but just all in all, uh, a fine week. I'm not going to say a good, a great week or a good week. Uh, it was a for, fine for, week for, for men's basketball. An acceptable week. They went one and one. They got killed. 
They didn't let it, they didn't blow a game that they needed to win where they didn't have it today. We're two and one in SEC play, 14 and two. What like what more could you have asked for at the start of the season? I love winning, but let's talk about a team that wins all the time. And that all is the, the that is the South Carolina women, number one. They only have one game this week. They're playing Kentucky on Monday instead of a Sunday game, but we beat the crap out of Missouri. Is it fair to say that we own Missouri in men and women's basketball this week? Yeah, this weekend, man. Well, I guess that game was 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 oh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, we we whooped up on that. This is what we need to do. We need to just have the women and the men play the same team in the same week, and uh, like we're four and zero when we do that. You but know, I was worried about this game for the women because it was the last regular season loss was at Missouri at the buzzer at the buzzer with their. Uh, seven scholarship players and Bryce first quarter it was back and forth and we were going uh oh yeah I I've been I think I said it on the on the preseason on the season preview you were talking about you know the SEC play there's LSU on there and there's and and that you're not worried about much and I go I'm worried about at Missouri man uh but uh but in everyone was going uh oh there's some there's some bad blood, I guess, between Dawn and and uh, and the, the Missouri coach. It's been, and then them beating us two years ago in there at the buzzer. Um, it's a uh, it, and it's, Sophie Cunningham a few years back. We couldn't yeah, stand her. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was a game that I was worried about. First quarter didn't look great, but uh, the Gamecock women have Bree Hall, Bryce. Bree Hall had a game. That's she, right. Would she have like 16 points in the first half? It was something, something like stupid. That. It was something stupid. It everything was going in. Like it and was if it wasn't it wasn't for her, we would have been in trouble, but she kept us afloat until everyone else got rolling. Yes. But the women get the win 81-57. But Cardoso didn't have it. She's starting to miss a lot of those um layups, contested layup shots, not ideal. Um but Bree Hall, have a game. You don't see much Chloe Kitts. She had some fouls early. Cardoso only had seven points. But Hall with 21, four of four from three. Beautiful. Yeah. Four four, four from from three, 21 points. She played great. Um, And the team, and and the rest of the team played their usual well enough. You, You know, like, like I've been picking on you this season about how you're saying that like they'll be facing a you, you adversity. Have to tweet out there something about them responding to adversity from being up 14 at the half. <laughs> but hey, um, but how about um, this? The Gamecock women are number one in Division One in three point percentage. Pow Pow has the number one three point percentage in the country. That's a stat. That is they're, a number, they're number one in three point percentage, and I think Pow Pow's number one at fifty three or fifty four percent for the year. That is awesome. I think they're um, around forty three percent for a team for the year. It is. It is absolutely wild. Well, From one year around, to the next, it's wild. This turnaround. It, it was really frustrating. I think um, having to listen to. The to, to just the Gamecock fan crowd that's not a day in and day out women's basketball fan crowd. 
um, who who tuned in for the final four, maybe for the elite eight, but like, but hadn't really watched a single women's game all season last year. And then, and then are just like, well, we can't shoot a three. How is this team good? You know, just like, and, and then just, just weighing in with all these opinions about how, about how Dawn needs to recruit some three point shooters. Uh, well, it is, it is, it she is did. unbelievable to me that she has just shut these people up. In a season, like like in just one off season, you know, like like she just flipped the team around. It's a totally different team. Still has, still has the same identity, but it's just like, it, it's just a totally different style of play. It is just this season is unbelievable to me. What what were you gonna say? Sorry, I cut you off. The uh, ladies shot fifty three percent on on Thursday from three and only fifty one percent from the field. What are they shooting on the season from three? Did you say it when you said they have? I like, think it was around forty three percent. The graphic that I saw. They're shooting forty three percent from from three. That's absolutely. And I think last year we were shooting like low, like twenties. Who? I'm, I'm going to look it up right now while we're talking. Even but, even um, to the point where Raven Johnson wasn't even getting guarded for the three point shot. Against Iowa in the Final Four. I I want oh gosh if if we go cold if we play Iowa and go cold from three, it's going to be the most sickening thing on the planet. Um, but um, um, but yeah, like like in the Final Four game, Caitlin Clark famously was like waving her hand at Raven Johnson, like if you want to shoot it, shoot it, you, you know, type type deal. But um. But it's just pow pow the transfers in Johnson figures out a three point shot and Hall shooting it a lot better. That's really it. You have Tessa Johnson who's starting to come on a little right, bit. So, in, so in this season, Bryce, here's here's the stat. This season they are forty two point six percent from three currently. I rounded up. I apologize. You did. You did. No, you were right. You're right on the money. Last season, let's see if you let's see if your memory served you correct. Thirty one percent from three. I yeah, said twenties, but yeah. And I bet we're taking way more too. Hey, what happens when you make more three pointers? Uh, um, you the more shots the what's the Paul West headline? The more shots you take, the more shots you make. He he, I don't know if he cared about percentages. Well, uh, okay, so let's see here. Um, um, all right, so last season. They shot last season. They shot 525 threes. So far this season, we have shot 249. And so, um, wow. And so, not counting it, uh, that number was counting both the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. And so, they're not even halfway. They're definitely going to pass. Um, they're definitely going to pass last year's mark. It's nice having three point shooters, it makes it a little bit easier. If you can't make your two pointers from close range or your free throws, which free throws are still work in progress for the ladies. I mean, five, uh, uh, like, like 10%, like, even though they were seven of eight from 54 threes, 10% of 500 and, and, um, and, and 25 threes. That's like, it's like 50 more three pointers on the year that they would have made. You, You know, that's, that's almost two three pointers a game, two three pointers more. That's enough to beat Iowa. You know what I mean? Like, and so it's, it's, it's incredible what this team is doing from, a sh- from shooting the ball. 
But the ladies do go seven of eight from the free throw line, which is pretty good for a night for the ladies. It's so it's so funny. It's so funny how good they are from three, and yet they're still terrible from the free throw line. So uh, so I guess they, I guess we don't really have a modern exterminating what's bugging us this week because the free throw shooting is good. Do we have one? Well, for the men, it was the turnovers today. Got to do better. I've 16 turnovers today for the men. I've got one. I've got a modern exterminating what's bugging us. What's that? Nate Oates. Nate Oates. Nate Oates. Uh, he just, said we were talking some trash. He also ranked us 14th. You know, like, like it just – I mean, basketball players talk trash. Like <laughs> – I would I wouldn't mind seeing let's let's see Alabama in the SEC tournament. We'd like to play them again. That would be fun. I would I would love another shot at them because we if we don't come out cold to start that second half, I think we're in it to the to the end. That would have been fun to beat them there. Um, you know. But hey, we're winning now. We move on. Let's go, let's go two and zero this week for the men and the women, I have no doubt, will go two and zero. Bold statement, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, we did a Saturday night pod. We'll be dropping this tonight. So on Sunday, you can enjoy it while you travel, do your thing, because most of everyone would, I think, have a holiday on Monday for MLK Day. Yeah, and so just take a listen to us while we're uh, while you're waiting for some football to start. I guess that- we could have led with that. You know, if if you're hearing this now, you've already listened to us. And, hey, at least we're not in Kansas City where it's, like, negative eight degrees. <laughs> what would you do? Did you see the video of the guy pulling the water out of the – And so, it's freezing in And seconds. it's freezing when it comes out of the fridge. The fridge – the water's actually in a heater. Though the <laughs> the refrigerator has become a heater. It's heating the water up. Uh, uh, and it freezes as soon as he pulls it out of the fridge. What would oh, – okay, I got a question for you. I'm, I'm not really going to talk football here. Right, but it's going to be kind of football. How much colder is it tonight in Kansas City than it was in Birmingham? Ooh, for the Birmingham Bowl, Ooh. for the Pizza Bowl. I, that's like 20, that's maybe the coldest football degrees. game I've ever attended. It's like Twenty-two degrees in Birmingham that day, and and it says that the wind chills negative thirty. So so it's a fifty degree difference. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm glad basketball is played inside. What would and it would was cold go? in Missouri. Would you go? Would you go? What what would have to okay? Well, I'm gonna shift gears just for humor here. We're gonna kind of talk a little bit about football. What would have to be on the line for you to be in a negative 30 degree gamecock football game? It'd have to be in the playoffs. It'd have to be the playoffs for the national would you still go? Would you still go if it was negative 30? Yeah, she swiped the card I, I and rolled. I, I would absolutely not. I would watch it. I would be wearing my Gamecock starter jacket. No you doubt. absolutely would be wearing the starter jacket. That, that puffy jacket is warm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll do it again next week. Go, Cox. GBO out.